Black Friday sale period is finished for 2023 and I wanted to share with you in this episode my results. My revenue was up 400% on the same period in 2022. I've got an episode all about how I think I was able to achieve that result, what I had to change and adapt and pivot to in real time as new challenges popped up And I hope this episode is encouraging for you. I'd love to know how your Black Friday ended for 2023. And if you've got some great revenue results too, feel free to share them. Listen in. On this journal style podcast, I share my day-to-day trials and triumphs in growing two Shopify product businesses in real time, not just the headline stats after the fact. Join me as I share from my kitchen table in Adelaide, Australia. I started my online businesses in 2020 and have grown 150% in revenue year on year and I became profitable for the first time in early 2023. I find navigating the small business world feels less daunting and less lonely when I listen to other people share their experiences. Perhaps you find the same. So if you're tired of being all the marketing roles in your business or you just need more customers, I offer expert Facebook, Instagram and email marketing strategy support because your business and my business will continue to grow when we are the driver of the steam train, the strategic thinker and the problem solvers, not busy heads down being the one stoking the coals. Hey, welcome to Aussie Online Growing on Shopify. My name is Rachel and this is episode 65. I want to give you a bit of a post-mortem of how my Black Friday and Cyber Monday sale went for this year, 2023. I did an episode not long ago, it was episode 61, which was all about my plans for Black Friday, Cyber Monday this year, what had happened uh, last year in 2022 and what I had planned for 2023. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depends how you look at it, I didn't I didn't even look at that plan again after I'd recorded the podcast episode and printed off my plan and had it sitting in my journal ready to start implementing in November. I pulled it out at one stage, probably the middle of November, around the 15th, and put it away again. (laughs) Didn't uh, look at it in great detail at all. And that's because uh, life happened. And how typical is this of our businesses that we're trying to grow and or scale if you've been around for a while and just try and, you know, support our families and get some sort of regular income and do something that we love to do is that things happen and they crop up and they get in the way. But it doesn't mean we have to like throw everything away and just like completely abandon the whole plan. So I didn't go back to that plan and implement it anywhere near what I had planned to. But I did do some things and those were very successful. I was really happy with how the sale period ended for me this year. And I'll share those steps with you shortly. But what happened with life was that actually I went back to my regular day job for a bit. I got offered some hours in the lead up to Christmas to help out at school during term four, which if any of you are in education is a bit of a manic term out of the year term four. So I sort of jumped at the chance for some extra um, income in the last term of this year, particularly because I have a big tax debt. from my tax return earlier in the year which I was both happy and sad about and I'm I'm pleased to report now as it's the middle of December that is paid off so because of such a successful 
Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale period for me. I was able to clear that tax debt, so I'm really thrilled about that. So anyway, life got in the way, but I'm really wrapped with the results and happy with what I did decide to implement for the sale period this year, and I'm going to share those details with you. So the first thing I did, I really did two things. I split the sale season into two sections for myself. I did an early bird or a sneaky sale discount prior to Black Friday. This was because, as many of you probably have noticed too or did realize, the more you look online, the more things you see, the more sales there are, the earlier and earlier they are getting. So as soon as November started, of course, there was Black Friday things everywhere. And lots of places were running Black Friday sales for the entire month of November. So once I sort of thought to myself um, on what date was this, about the 14th of November, all the things I had already seen for days and days leading up to the 14th, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do a little sneaky sale or a teaser sale, a special early bird like discount for some of my customers as a bit of a thank you, but also as just a bit of a gimmicky fun thing to do and see if I get any traction with it. It actually was not hard at all to pull together because what I did was I mentioned this sneaky sale on my weekly Facebook Live. I do a Facebook Live every Tuesday morning with my customers or whoever's watching. Most people see the replay on their lunch break or that evening or the next day. And so it was an easy decision to make just to do a little sneaky sale that I only mentioned on this Facebook Live. I was going live anyway this Tuesday morning. I thought I can easily just create a discount code that gives anyone who's watching 25% off all of my stickers. So it was it was a constricted sale. It wasn't across the whole website. It wasn't as big a discount as I'd planned to already offer during Black Friday. It was 25% off all stickers. And this was only for 48 hours. I kept it short, sweet, punchy, just to the people who were on the Facebook Live. Anyone who watched it live, anyone who caught the replay, they got to see that this offer was there. I put a banner across the whole video so it ran for the whole time I was on the Facebook Live. If they entered the coupon code EARLYBIRD, then they got this 25% off stickers just for 48 hours. And this was so successful. I did not think it would be so successful, this little sneaky discount that I offered. The coupon code I had, uh, six customers used it for over that 48 hour period. So it was used six times. But when I looked at my general sales in that 48 hour period and compared them to 2022, so I'm just looking at this 48 hour period that this little early bird or sneaky sale was running for from the 16th of, no, the 14th of November to the 16th of November, then my general sales across my whole website and customers was actually up 400% on the same 48 hour period a year ago. So even though only six customers use this little coupon, which I was happy with anyway, it honestly took me no time to decide to do this. I just created the coupon code and I just chatted about it with customers on my Facebook Live. That was all I was going to do. I wanted to keep it just for them as a little thank you, a little sneaky surprise for them during the Facebook Live. So there was no other work involved. I was stoked to see that I ended up with, uh, what did I get? $1,240 in sales over that 48 hour period. I was wrapped. I could not believe how well this went and it encouraged other purchases too because even though only six customers used the coupon code, my website sales overall were $1,248 in this 48 hour period. 
which is up 400% on the same time last year. It was a conversion rate of 4%. So it was well worth adding this little component in. And it just goes to show you, I'll probably reiterate this a lot during this episode, is that during sale periods like Black Friday, where everybody is doing discounts and everybody has got sales, sure, sometimes we can complain about it because it gets annoying, everything's on sale and everybody's looking for your attention about how good their deals are or like me I get annoyed at like 10% discounts I'm like that's not a Black Friday sale (laughs) if you're going to offer me 10% I'm not going to buy so I get critical if discounts are too low even though sometimes we can complain about how much stuff is going on during this period customers are looking to spend their money because there are deals everywhere and if you're not offering something You may find you miss out completely because customers can find great deals everywhere else. So it's important just to offer something, just to be in front of your customers with something for them. If they go looking for you because they trust you and they know you and they like you, they like to get your emails, they like to see what you've got, then offer something to them because that's probably all they need is a little push and the encouragement to say, yes, I will shop with my favorite brand at the moment because I'm looking to spend money at Christmas time and you've got this deal running so for sure I will shop with you. So that was really highlighted to me just by doing this very impromptu sale. The results were phenomenal. I was so thrilled with it. When I look back at the sales in 2022, which I talk a lot about in my episode 61, um, my sales over the whole Black Friday period on this website were $700 and I was pretty happy with that which was in a conversion rate of 2.33%. So that was last year. And now just with this sneaky sale, I got sales of $1,240 and a conversion rate over 4% just in this 48 hour period. So almost double what I made over the whole sale period last year, just in these 48 hours. So it definitely went way better than I imagined it would. And I'll, I'll be doing this again next year because it was so easy to implement. And it went really well. The other big component of the sale season that I did was the actual Black Friday Cyber Monday sale. I ran it for nearly a full week. It went for six days from Wednesday the 22nd of November to Monday the 27th of November, which was six days end to end. Um, Actual Black Friday, let me just have a little look. Actual Black Friday this year was Friday the 24th of November. So my actual Black Friday sale, I ran from the Wednesday before to then Monday, obviously, which is Cyber Monday. And my offer was simple. It was 30% off store wide. You didn't need a coupon code. The discount just applied automatically once you added products to your cart. Um, Hindsight, you know, in retrospect, it would have been cool to have had a plug-in or a widget, something I could have, that, that would have automatically displayed that discount for customers across the website. I'm sure that would have also improved sales as well. But like I said, life got in the way this year, so I was really stripped back to pretty minimum and I didn't I didn't get the chance to either apply a manual price changes to reflect 30% or to look at any kind of a software integration or anything that I could use for the sale period. So it was just that the discount of 30% applied to customers' orders as soon as they added products to their cart. So this year, what did I do? I ended up sending three emails this year, which is actually doubled up to six because I send... Each time I send an email, I split my, my customers into two segments of engaged or unengaged. But each customer would have got three emails across this time period, starting on the Wednesday, 
and then I did another email on the Friday and then an email on Sunday. So three emails, so not crazy amount of emails, but the revenue that came directly from those emails was $1,250 over the six days. So I was really thrilled with that result. I was stoked. That was really great. I was very happy with that. The total revenue, though, for me across this time period of Wednesday to the Monday was $3,000 and it was up 450% for me on last year. And I was so excited about this figure. I couldn't stop talking about it. I was wrapped. My phone was dinging and going off all the time over these six days. It felt really good. I was making lots of sales. Customers were wrapped with the discount. I was shipping and packing lots of orders. So that was my total revenue over this Black Friday period, plus the revenue from my little sneaky sale. It was over $4,000 just in this week and a half, though so up 450% on my Black Friday period in 2022. So not at all a bad result. And even, like I said, life got in the way and I didn't implement the plan exactly how I laid it out. Then the result was still amazing. I was still really pleased with how things landed. So what else did I do? I did a few emails this year, but what else did I do over these six days? Well, I did six videos on social media over these six days. I did two lives, two Facebook lives and four like recorded videos that I scheduled during this time. And much of the success I attribute to these six days, I believe, comes from the emails, but working in conjunction with this organic social. So the other organic social I did was two social media posts of images. So I had six videos over six days and two static images scheduled as well over the six days. I also had my um, Facebook ads running as well. One of the ads or one of the campaigns was specific to the 30% discount. The other campaigns were my existing campaigns. I actually just let them run. I checked the CPMs constantly to see how they were changing or going up or down. And they hardly budged. I was really wrapped. I'm surprised to see that CPMs did not uh, balloon over Black Friday at all. And my CPM stayed pretty much consistent with what I usually expect all through this Black Friday period. So I left all my campaigns running. And then one of my campaigns was a Black Friday specific 30% off sale campaign. But with my organic socials, which is what I attribute much of the success to, um, I'll tell you what I did. So I did two Facebook Lives. In those Facebook Lives, I just packed orders. I had orders packed and half packaged up and I jumped on live and I shared what customers ordered and received and I shared the discount they enjoyed. I thought that was a fun thing to add in to say, hey, plus, you know, Carol has saved $47.23 on this order or Julie saved $3.90 or $100.10. So I shared what customers ordered and showed it on camera and also shared how much they were saving which I thought was really cool. I really enjoyed doing that. It was good fun. And I had four standalone videos, which were, again, orders from customers from Black Friday that I had pre-recorded and packed. And they were just like 90 um, second videos or shorter that I had scheduled out. And they had text over the top to say Black Friday sale, 30% off store wide. And that static text sat over the top of that whole video as well while it played. So they were the sort of organic efforts I did, as well as, like I said, two other social media posts just with an image about 30% off store wide. And of course, this goes without saying, but keep your graphics consistent. So 
I added um, a different banner on my website and it had the same 30% off store wide graphic applied over the image on my website as people would have seen on the Facebook ad, as people would have seen on the social media posts, as people would have seen on my emails. It was the same graphic everywhere so that people got familiar with it and didn't have to try and think too hard about what it is they were seeing because they had probably seen it before and it was very clear and easy to understand. So the image stayed the same. I also added something to my announcement bar on my website. I love an announcement bar because it's sticky. So as a customer scrolls on their phone or on a desktop, the announcement bar is stuck to the top and that just said across it, Black Friday sale, click here. With, and then if you clicked the announcement bar, it took you straight to all the products that you could add to the sale, which was everything on my website. So like I said, no coupon code was needed. You just had to apply, add things to your cart and the discount just applied automatically. But next year, I'd probably like to change that and use a specific sale app of some description so that those product prices are already discounted for them and reflected when the customer is scrolling on the website. With the Facebook ads that I ran, like I said, I, I did keep my existing campaigns going because the CPMs were so good. So I didn't feel any need to actually turn those campaigns off, which was my, my fear in the lead up to Black Friday or what I had planned to do if CPMs got out of control, but they didn't. They stayed very steady. In fact, over the six day period, I only spent $145 total on ads. And my cheapest, let me have a look, I'm looking here. I had one purchase conversion campaign running which was $9 per purchase, which is crazy good. So $9 per purchase is insane. And that was um, $9 yeah, per purchase. That was just one purchase conversion campaign. I had a suite of other campaigns running. I have to do another video about what um, campaigns I have running at the moment. I haven't done that in ages. But I spent $145 total over the six days. And the budget was split up over probably five or six different campaigns. There was video views, engagement, uh, landing page views, viewed content and purchase conversion. I didn't use any retargeting audiences. I've talked a bit about that before. I haven't found them perform particularly well for me recently. I just ran to cold audiences this time. Um, that's worked for me pretty well and I, I, I need to try some retargeting again. Um, I often do a retargeting campaign on Meta with a blog post. So customers who've seen my brand before will get encouraged to go read a blog post, something a bit more meaty and a bit more engaging and something they can just read at their leisure and kind of engage with more deeply with the brand. But I didn't do that this time. I just kept it as uh, all the cold audiences because I was just leaving my existing campaigns running. And because there were so many purchases coming through anyway, naturally Facebook thought they were all theirs. <laughs> so my pixel thought all of these conversions were theirs. So whether it was really $9 per purchase uh, conversion from Meta, I'm not really sure that's entirely accurate. But nonetheless, I spent $145 over the six days. And over the six days, my revenue was three grand. So, you know, you can't argue with that. I was stoked with that result. There's nothing to complain about with that result based off of what I was spending on Meta and what the revenue was coming through. So when I look at my results from 2022 and compare them to this year, what I attribute the success to, and I've, I've, feel my campaigns and the sale period was very successful for me. Like I said, particularly in light of the fact that I was occupied elsewhere with um, with time at my previous job, with work and things. So it, it, I couldn't dedicate the same amount of energy and time to my online businesses, my two online websites as I had hoped to. Uh, I attribute 
my success this year and the results that I'm really proud of to three things. One of them was the time and energy I have had over the whole year to build my audience. Consistent bits of work that just build over time. Like not amazing fireworks, exciting um, work, but important work. Continued organic socials, Facebook lives every week for about six months. Uh, Consistent emails, consistent blog posts. That nurturing and building that I have done since February, since I took this year of leave without pay from my regular day job. I do attribute a lot of the success from this sale to that culmination of months of just bits of work, slowly plodding away and slowly building. Number two, a consistent Facebook Live each week. So kind of the same point as point one, but I really think that stands out as its own point is going live on Facebook every week for nearly six months has helped to build that audience, but more importantly, to nurture that audience for them to know, like, and trust me. There is no doubt it has contributed to revenue this year and growing revenue. And I knew that from the first Facebook Live I did where I got a sale later that day, it kind of instantly solidified for me the value in doing that, particularly when I looked at the the time and energy involved on my part to do it and how scalable it is because I can put an hour into planning a Facebook Live and go online for 20 minutes and chat to customers and 10 customers might watch live or the replay or a thousand might watch the live or a replay. It's very scalable work. So I'm definitely sold on the merits of that and have continued to do so all year. And number three, I do attribute results this year to the variety of meta ads that I had running, my campaigns as a suite of campaigns that really reflect a true marketing funnel. They do all bounce off each other almost and benefit each other, each of these campaigns. And the results are are in the revenue. I spent $149 on ads, $145, sorry. And there was over $3,000 in revenue that came back from that. So it's absolutely sort of solidified and validated that for me too that I'm, I'm very comfortable with the campaigns I have set up and I have been running recently and the combination of campaigns that I have going. And of course, email. I should have added email to that. Number four is email. The results for sure from email that I sent three different unique emails over that time period to remind customers that I, I was there and I had a sale and if you wanted to grab something, come and grab it while stock lasts. So email as well, of course, plays a huge part in the sales this year, it always has in my business. It's always contributing around 40% of my total revenue. And this year it contributed about, not not far off, like about 30% of my total revenue came from email. So a massive percentage, it's definitely worth doing emails over this time period too. That's how things landed versus what I had planned. But it's so worth just doing a plan anyway. And do I feel bad I didn't implement the whole plan? I don't now because things went so well and I was so happy. I guess if things hadn't gone really well, I would be wondering what on earth I did wrong and questioning if I had um, gone completely off the rails and should have gone back to my plan and followed it to the letter. I didn't do that though, but it's turned out really well in the end. And I think when I was watching the news that even sales nationwide this year were, were crazy high too. So there's a piece of the pie out there for you to go and grab as well. It's worth making some notes, I think, too, about what you'd like to do for 2024 even. 
And I'm so happy to record this episode. I'm so grateful I get to do something like this podcast. It makes me so happy to chat with you um, about what's happening day to day, real time challenges and wins. But it's also a bit of a resource for me too, because it forces me to sit and to analyze these sorts of things for my own business and make some deductions and some analysis, ask myself some questions and do a bit of planning for myself as well. So this episode, I'll be going back and listening to again for myself in probably October 2024 as I start planning for Black Friday next year so I can remind myself how things went and what was really well and what went well and what I'd probably like to do for next year as well. So I wonder if you had anything for Black Friday this year, did you also experience a really great little bump in revenue and sales? Were you across all your socials and email and um, updating your website and all the things and all the areas that we can we can add effort to and content to let our customers know that we're here, that we've got some great things on offer for them just for this short period of time, that it's great to jump in and take advantage of it while they can. I'd love to know if you did something with your customers this year for Black Friday. Um, maybe you do things every year and you have great, really strong revenue figures every year. Let me know. Maybe it's the first time you've done a Black Friday sale this year. Let me know. Or maybe you've never done one before and you are brand new to e-commerce too. I'd love to hear from you as well. Send me an email. I'd love to hear from you and just let me know if you did something for Black Friday and if you found this episode useful or helpful or it might give you some ideas for what you'd like to do in 2024. You can find me at aussieecommercemum.com.au and I'll link that here in the show notes. And I'll see you next time. As always, keep learning.